Welcome to the Juggling the Chaos of Recovery podcast, where we focus on health and wellness and overcoming all types of addictions. You're in the right place if you're a mom, dad, sibling, or caregiver who has a loved one who is or was struggling with an eating disorder or any other kind of addiction. In a time where everything seems heavy, I'm here to bring you a very real yet lighthearted take on what the heck we're all supposed to do with our lives while we care for our loved ones who are struggling. One thing holds true throughout it all. You can't juggle the chaos without smiling, at least a little bit. Well, welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is Moira Gorski, and this is my last episode of 2022. And uh, so I wanted to come on solo and just talk about a few things and um, as we end this year. So crazy, surprisingly going into 2023. So how about it? First of all, again, I just want to come here and say how grateful I, I am and humbled by all those who come back and listen, who share this podcast with others. And just, I never imagined when I started in the beginning of 2020, that um, I didn't know, imagine what this ride was going to be like. Um, I did make a commitment to staying on this podcast for a year and giving it a go, if you will. And um, I keep going. It's coming on to uh, three years as we head into 2023. And I'm so grateful for this platform. I'm grateful for the people that I've met. I'm grateful for the people's stories I've been able to share. And not only my story of juggling this chaos of recovery and life, uh, but sharing sharing my story through that and also sharing those that I've run across during my life too. It's really quite a labor of love. And I, my goal is to just help other people feel like there is, that they're not alone and that there's hope in this life of chaos at times and recovery. And um, again, I'm just so grateful. And as I tell people, I'm going to keep going until I don't have anybody to talk to or anything to talk about. So as you listen throughout the last couple, two and a half years, there's been all kinds of different podcasts on here from, again, recovery stories with eating disorders, addictions. Um, there's been some wellness stories. There's been some solos from me. There's all kinds of things that I learn along the way about mindfulness, about breath work, about meditation, about you know the value of a reset and all kinds of things. And so I just use this platform to share that with you in hopes that I can reach one or two people that it would be helpful that they're hearing this. So before I go on any further, um, how you can continue to help me is, of course, continue to listen to these as I put these podcasts out on a almost weekly basis. Um, But please do, if you haven't written a review, please take a second and write a review and rate this podcast. That helps it be seen. Please share it with your friends. Uh, Please share it with your family. Again, all of those things help to continue to spread the word of this podcast. And if you're so inclined, um, there's always a a link on my show notes to buy me a cup of coffee. It's a $5 cup of coffee, um, but it's a little bit of money that can go towards the production of this podcast, which I have a wonderful editor. Thank you, Andrew, for helping me out. Um, And uh, it's just a way to support me along with sharing these podcasts and these stories with others. And so 
And if you run across people that you feel like their story should be shared, please uh, send them along to me, refer them to me. Um, I love to collaborate with people of how we can help this audience, how we can continue to share this word of hope. And so if you know anybody, or if you are somebody that you'd like to collaborate, you'd like to talk about some possibilities of how we can work together, please contact me. You can just go to moyragorski.com and find a way to contact me there. I am certainly active on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, uh, and that's where you'll find me. But I wanted to start this out as I was reflecting on the year. I remember thinking about the beginning of the year and that I really, since the world was opening up, I wanted to start traveling again. And I knew that there were some plans for travel. And I looked at it, I looked at some of the plans that were already in place, and I thought, you know what, all my travels seem to start with an M. (laughs) And um, I guess that's what it is. It's the year of traveling to M's or with M's. And so I'll explain that. So at the beginning of the year, we did go to Michigan a couple of times. Let's talk about Michigan. So we talked, we went to Michigan a couple of times. Um, Our oldest son, Paul, got engaged. And uh, so we had some time to go visit him, go for showers, go for tastings for his upcoming wedding. And we also went to Michigan for his wedding in September. So Michigan has always um, has a dear place in my heart. I was born in Michigan in Royal Oak uh, some 59 years ago, lived there till I was five and then moved out to Massachusetts and then moved back to the Midwest when I was in high school. And then when I met my husband, uh, we learned that we both loved the Saugatuck Douglas area. And so we started vacationing there as we were married and started to have a family. And I had gone to school in uh, at Hope College in Southwest Michigan also, so loved that area. So we've continued to love Southwest Michigan. Our oldest son has settled there over closer to the Ann Arbor and uh, Royal Oak, Detroit area. So we were uh, so wonderfully blessed to be able to share in his beautiful day of matrimony with Christy in September. So we spent some time in Michigan. Uh, My daughter and I went to a bachelorette weekend up in Grand Haven, which was a blast. So Michigan was a big part of our traveling uh, this last year and just so, so much fun. Um, Again, we we have fond memories there and we do have we do have some thoughts of and dreams of sometime owning a home in southwest Michigan on some water and we'll see how that goes. Um, so that was our Michigan travel. And then there was in May, there was some travel to North Carolina. So no, that's not an M. But what was cool about that is I was invited to come to a women's Um, empowerment type of mastermind, very intimate group of a gal that I've been following and doing some training with for social media, for elevating my brand, for LinkedIn, and her name is Melissa. And so I traveled to North Carolina to be with Melissa at her event. Very cool. Again, invited to be there as her guest, and it was really tremendous. It was a day and a half, really great learning and connecting and you know, just some really great stuff. And I love working and learning from Melissa Hinault. And um, I continue to learn from her. uh, As I also went back to North Carolina in the end of September for another event with Melissa. So uh, Melissa has been that M part of travel for me this year. And again, all about elevating my brand. Uh, I have for 22 years been 
in the wellness space and branded with Shackley and helping people live healthier lives and uh, mentoring emerging entrepreneurs to have their own online wellness business. But as you know, in the last couple of years, I've also started a podcast. I've created a journal. Um, I just want to be able to support women and men in all types of ways. And so what I love learning about from Melissa is how you can elevate that and how you can really elevate yourself to really serve more people. And um, I've learned a lot from her. So that was a cool couple of travels that I did uh, with Melissa this last year. And then the summer. So the summer, we were able to go to Montana. Our second son lives in Montana, uh, up towards um, Kalispell, and he is in construction and building homes. And uh, my also my oldest and dearest friend, uh, if you will, my best friend, uh, her son was getting married there. Uh, and so we decided to take a week and we would go to the wedding and we would also spend some time with our son. So Montana was another M place that we traveled to this year. And boy, was that fun. Have you been to Montana? It is a blast. It is spectacularly beautiful. Beauty that you just sometimes just see in postcards and it just does not look real sometimes. But I was a little not resistant to go because we wanted to visit with our son and we wanted to attend our friend's wedding. But, you know, my husband really loves Montana and he's like, oh, maybe sometime we'll settle there. And um, I was like, it's a little too, not desolate, but it's a little too spread out for me. Like I like to be around people. Um, I don't want to drive 45 minutes to go to the grocery store, those kind of things. But um, but I was open-minded and I traveled there. And I'm telling you, it is so beautiful. I just really loved it. I loved hiking. I loved the quietness of hiking and just being with nature. I get a lot of strength and inspiration when I'm in nature. And around here in the Midwest, we've got wonderful nature. And I do uh, go walking in parks and things like that. But boy, out in Montana, that takes it to another level. We were able to um, climb Mount Aeneas. Uh, Tyler took us there. It's our first hike. And then we went into Glacier National Park one of the days. Um, I actually went there twice and just you know, went to Logan's Peak and all of these beautiful places, such a spectacular place. It was wonderful to spend time with Tyler and see where he's living now. He really loves it out there, being around the water, being in the mountains. It was just wonderful to be able to celebrate with my dearest friend, with her son getting married and being together with some friends. So Montana was beautiful this summer. We flew into Bozeman, and then, you know, drove up to Kalispell, but then we came back and spent some time with my husband's niece, who lives in Bozeman, uh, again, had a beautiful evening there at this ranch that she works at, and just saw some more of spectacular Montana. So Montana, if you haven't been there, I recommend it. Check the flights, uh, things like that. It is not inexpensive to get there because people are discovering it. And uh, that's where my son has lots of work to do in building houses because people want to move there. But it's a beautiful place. So blessed to be able to go to Montana. And then Missouri. So then August meant Missouri. So uh, like, like you know, I'm a brand ambassador for Shackley. And so we were finally able to get back together for our global conference. And it was held in Kansas City, Missouri. So... We traveled there. I drove down to Missouri, uh, to Kansas City, to attend the global conference. I have a very large team and been involved for 22 years. So I was so happy to get back 
to be in person. And um, I've added so many people to my team and so many people to the company this last couple of years when we have been apart. So it was just a wonderful time of connection. If you really know me, I am I love to listen to things like this on my own. But boy, I love to be together with people. And it just filled my soul to be together with a company that I have loved to be a part of the last uh, many years and just um, get together and again, learn and laugh and cry and collaborate. It was a tremendous time. I got a chance to meet a wonderful uh, keynote speaker named Jade Simmons. If you don't know her, check her out. Really tremendous. Next time you, you see me, ask me about the Jade Simmons experience. I was called up on stage and really experienced a really great uh, time with her. You know, what I came away with besides so many great things is one thing about we need to accept every invitation in order to evolve. Think about that. We need to accept every invitation in order to evolve. I believe that over time, you know, we need to evolve. We need to change. We need to be open to different things, to learning and to changing and growing in our lives. And um, that really stuck with me. In order to evolve, there's going to be invitations that come our way, and we need to accept them, Um, sometimes reluctantly, because we don't know what that's all about. We're a little scared about it, but we're, we're not sure. But in order for us to evolve, we really need to accept that invitation. And I've taken that on to also give that give invitations to others, just even if it's listening to this podcast, when I talk with somebody, and I hear that their child is struggling, I'll say, hey, take a listen to this podcast, you might learn something from this. I might give that invitation. I'm more aware of giving invitations now. Because again, I want to give people the opportunity for them to evolve and for them to change. And knowing that before change happens, sometimes it's a little messy, sometimes it's a little uncomfortable, if you will. It starts to feel uncomfortable, but that's before the change is happening. And um, we need to lean into that and know that uh, sometimes, again, it's a little messy, it's a little uncomfortable, but that means change is coming. And again, during the last couple of years, um, we've learned a lot, right, through this pandemic and, and all of that. And unfortunately, I lost, and I'm using quotes, but I lost a couple of friends um, during this time, not to death, but just our relationships have been severed. And um, one, not by my choice. And really, I don't think I really chose either one of them. But it was just a time that I didn't feel that the relationship served me anymore. And, um, and so although it was a loss, I feel like if I stayed with those relationships, I wasn't, I was kind of blocking myself, if that makes sense. And I needed to separate from them and move on because I was evolving. I have been changing. I have been learning and trying, you know, working to elevate myself. And I felt like those relationships didn't serve me. They served their time and now it's time to to move on there. So, and Danelle Delgado, I was able to hear her from the stage, a wonderful, tremendous, um, inspirational woman who um, I've learned a lot from. But that was Missouri for the Shackley Conference. And then my youngest son lives, he is stationed in the Air Force and he's at Whiteman Air Force Base outside of um, Kansas City. And so I was able to go there and spend a couple of days with him and his bride, Pauline, who he married his high school sweetheart. And boy, was that fun. It's just always great to be able to go <clears throat> to spend time with your kids and see where they live. 
He has now been in the Air Force for a year and um, doing well. He's a mechanic. He works on the B-2 bombers. They have a beautiful little three-bedroom house there and live on base with now three cats. And it was just really nice to be a part of that and to see see what he's doing, um, being driven around the base, driven around the area. I'm so proud of him for his allegiance to the country and what he, the time that he's putting in. And I also got to see that it's not easy. It's a little stressful and um, a lot stressful sometimes. And I'm so glad that he has Pauline as a support and Pauline has a, his support too. It's not an easy life. And even though they're young, they're 19 and 18, it's just so great that um, they have each other. I was a little <laughs> taken back as at the beginning of the year when we learned that they had gotten married and learned how to get married um, and not, you know, they weren't together. He was at tech school. She was here in Wheaton and they wanted to marry so that they could be together. So I was a little taken back by that, but we love Pauline and we, again, I love seeing them together and creating their life together down in Missouri. That was a wonderful you know, it was a wonderful, wonderful trip. So that was Missouri, and then we headed, and then I headed home back here to Illinois. Brought to you by Gorski Wellness and the possibility of a better you. Are you feeling sluggish? Ready for a change? Need more energy? Up for a bigger challenge? I'm Moira Gorski, retired nurse and wellness advocate. For over 22 years, I've been helping people live healthier lives while making small changes each and every day. Those small changes lead my clients to living a healthier lifestyle with markedly better health. As a brand ambassador for the Shackley Corporation, the most clinically proven wellness company in the world, I guide my clients to make healthier choices each day with their food, supplements, skincare, workouts, and mindset. They say getting started is half the battle. Let's make healthy happen together. If you're ready for simple, natural, sustainable solutions to feeling and looking your best, let's connect. You'll find a link in the show notes or reach out to me at moiragorski.com. Here's to a better you. And in amongst that and some other things, that's been my year. Although I'll say if you do follow me on social too and you know me, um, I also had some ballroom dance experiences and that doesn't start with an M or anything like that. But I love to throw that in there because I am learning so much about myself and having so much fun as I am uh, continuing to learn ballroom dance. That's something that I feel is helping me evolve. I know it is because dance is is like a metaphor for life for me. Uh, it is really, again, teaching me a lot. That'll, there's been a couple of podcast episodes that I've talked about that, but um I say that, I bring that up because as I talk about change and challenge and um, taking on a bigger challenge, uh, I had a great experience in my last competition that I did, but it also was very challenging. And I found myself vulnerable and just really in my head and really um, comparing myself to others. And it was a real learning experience. But I realized, and I talked about it afterwards that, and journaled about it, that again, When we take on these bigger challenges in life, it can be messy. It's not always easy, but it's good to get through that. You know, when changes are happening, sometimes it can be messy, but we need to get through that, realize that um, in order, again, for us to evolve and to elevate ourselves. So that was my year in amongst, again, some tremendous uh, interviews here on this podcast, tremendous experiences in my life, and, um, you know... I'd love to hear from you and what you, what your highlights of the year were. Again, I always love to hear from you. 
so what else? You know, what's next? What's next? I'm, you know, this is a time of year that we do a lot of reflecting, that I do a lot of reflecting, and then I think about what I want for next year. And I haven't gone through all of that time. I will spend some time after Christmas, probably after everybody leaves, and spend some time about really what I want to do in the new year. Although I know a couple of things that I wanted to inc- want to include in there. We um, unfortunately just lost our second dog a couple of weeks ago, and the house is pretty quiet around here, um, and I'm really missing my companion, um, Snickers, and um, maybe next year we'll include a new dog. I don't know. Uh, we loved having two dogs for 13 years. Um, I was a little resistant to it when we first started, but I loved it, and now that they're gone, I just realized the importance of having a pet. It just puts so much beauty into your life. And um, having that constant companion for me, it's cold, so I would have to walk him. And I am going to go for a walk today myself. That's what I'm learning is that, you know, I got into this routine of walking because I had to walk Snickers every day. And now that he's gone, like, I do intentionally need to get out there and walk. So I know the new year is going to include walking intentionally and maybe finding a walking friend or maybe it'll include a dog sometime. But for now, I know that I'm cherishing the memories of Snickers and then perhaps 2023 might include a dog. We're going to enjoy a little bit of travel time without a dog here, but we'll see what what comes. Dance will continue. Um, I might do some solo like um, showcase numbers and things like that. I'm still working those goals out and things like that. And really what I feel called to do is to, again, continue to share people's stories and to support women. I've been asked to speak a couple of times already in January about self-care, about making sure we fill ourselves up and take care of ourselves. You've heard that on this podcast, right? We need to put our oxygen mask on first um, before we are any good to anybody else. And so I've been asked to speak on that subject a couple of times in January, and I'm really looking forward to that. And I've also been asked to collaborate with another gal to run a women's retreat. And I'm super excited about that because I really feel called to host retreats um, and be it a day long, a weekend. um, We're going to start there. But just having a place, a safe place for women to come to, to relax, to reset, to connect with others, to have a safe place to share and to connect and heal. Um, things, you know, retreats that include breath work and yoga and walking and nature and journaling and healthy eating. That's what we're excited about with this one gal that I'm collaborating with. And I really feel like that's something that I want to continue to uh, grow and work on um, in the future. If you know, these last couple of years taught me anything is just the importance of community and how I love to be in community with others and how, again, everyone has a story and we need to share those stories. There's magic in those stories. There's magic in connecting with others and sharing that and giving people a space to be okay with what happened in their life and supporting each other in that. So if you're interested in retreats, please reach out to me too, and I'll continue to share. You'll hear more about that, I'm sure, on this podcast and through social as time goes on. But that will be something that I'm working on for this next year too. And I don't know what else. I've got some big goals for my wellness business, again, to collaborate with others, to help people on their journey of life stay healthy. I mean, people are concerned about that these days. This is a rough 
This is a rough season, cold and flu season, as they say. And um, I have branded together with the most clinically proven wellness company in the world to help people make choices so that they can build their health and they can live vibrant, energetic lives even, you know, as we all age and go through life. So I know that there's some great plans for that as well. Um, And we'll see what else comes. But I hope that this little recap of the year that it was enjoyable for you to listen to. Again, I am so grateful for all of you that come and listen and support me. It's really, it's been a blast. And um, it's just been wonderful. And I think there's going to be more great sharing coming this new year. I've got a few episodes already recorded and those will go out in the new year and there'll be more to come. Uh, just so excited about that. And just just sit in a lot of gratitude right now. I know over the last seven years of my daughter's struggles and challenges, it has not been easy. There has been times of mental struggle, spiritual struggle, physical struggle, financial struggle. And sometimes in those times, and I want to say to you that are listening, if you're still listening to this, if you find yourself in a time right now that's a struggle, and perhaps you're sad, you're not able to get together with family, perhaps you or your finances are tough, perhaps you have a loved one that's struggling, perhaps you're struggling, I just encourage you to find some time to be, to look around and be grateful for what you do have. Times are tough at times, but we do, we can always find something to be grateful for, even if it's for the shoes on your feet, even if it's for the warm home, maybe it's for your friend or for your spouse um, or your dog that's sitting by your side. There's always something to be grateful for. And also during the tough times, lean on faith. Lean on, you know, I encourage you to lean on the faith that you have in a higher power, in your God, whatever you believe in, because there is someone who... There is a higher power. There's a higher, greater power, I do believe, that is leading our way and is always there supporting us. And so during those tough times, I say, you know, lean on that faith. There's been plenty of times that I've walked out the door and I've looked up and said, okay, I don't know what else to do. I give it to you. I give my child to you. I give my relationship to you. I give my business, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. I relinquish control. You take it. And so sometimes in those times of struggle, that's what I encourage you to do is, is to realize that we don't have control and we can just, we can pray. We can find time in silence to be grateful for what we have, but also, um, pray to those, to that higher power to help us. And so I wish you a very, very great end of 2022, whenever you're listening to this, or a wonderful 2023. Again, so grateful for all of you here and all the people that I've met and this wonderful um, way that we have to connect with others and to share these stories. I wish you the best, and I look forward to talking with you in the new year. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Share it with others and make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. I've got a tribe over on Facebook, so head over there and search for Juggling the Chaos of Recovery Podcast Tribe. And do you know somebody who has a story, a story to share, a story of recovery and hope? Please let me know as I'd love to feature them as a guest on one of these next upcoming podcasts. And perhaps you're looking for a community of like-minded, collaborative, and supportive people who cheer each other on as we strive to improve our lives. If that sounds like something you've been looking for, schedule some time with me. You'll find the links in the show notes. 
Let's talk and let me help you find your way. And I'm here to tell you that you're worth it.